Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it's a round results video. We're going to go through the last two games that are around, the round results. It's not all completely in yet. It might happen across this video, but I couldn't wait any longer. So we're going to talk about our positives and also our negatives there. So in this game, the Roosters and the Dragons, plenty of points. Wasn't looking great for my selections at the start with Manu and Teddy uh, being fairly low across that first 30-odd minutes. That last five minutes of the half kind of kicked them into gear, and the second half was great. So awesome stuff for them. Teddy picked up that try early. But the best news for him was he was running the ball plenty. So 236 meters there, seven tackle breaks, a couple of offloads there as well. So Teddy were very happy with, and that 56. Obviously, you know, a big game would be nice around the corner somewhere. Uh, but you know, it's going to be interesting what happens with Manu now. Uh, Daniel Tupo has done his hamstring. Will they just move Suali'i to a, a wing? Uh, will they bring Hutchison in? Will they put Manu back to centers and bring Walker back? I'm not sure. I think the Roosters played all right in this game. Dragons actually played pretty solidly as well. But Joey Manu, a 70. So if he brought him in, very happy with that output. Uh, obviously doesn't lose any money this week, which is great. And yeah, got his try. 29 tackles, 5 misses. You take that every day of the week. Getting involved you know, on that side of the ball. And then 11 tackle breaks, 127 meters. So just the missed tackles were his negatives, which is good news for his you know, potential to stay at 6 as well. And the negatives of this game was Birdie, 66. I still don't own him. It's absolutely ridiculous, but it is what it is. The, the best trade-outs this week would have been Katoa and also our, our great man Hopgood to get Birdie and also uh, Maru there. Would have been the play. Obviously, that meant I would have held Swilly, but it is what it is. On that one, he was definitely a good sell as well. So I can't complain on all fronts. Brendan Smith was the other one, 60. In this one that I don't have, 73 minutes. He looked great. Uh, that short rest was all he needed in this one, which was great news for him and all his owners. It's, it's pretty high percentage now. Decent percentage in the top 5,000 as well. So, Smithy there, 35 tackles for five misses. Had the one error, had the one penalty. So, you know, still had negatives in his game, but big run meters, had an offload, turnover tackle, had a line break, had seven tackle breaks. Again, the same as last week. So, this is the first one now where you can say, okay, he doesn't need a try for him to score pretty well. So, big one for him. He'll go up a little bit. Nothing crazy, but definitely enough for you know, him to be close to that 500k. And then uh, I think he should be a trade-in for most people. 
Even with their buy in round 13, I still think that he's a solid uh, pickup for sure. Teddy, now, if you didn't pick him up this week, I think you hold off, unless you're a head-to-head -head player. Head-to-head -head players still go for it, for sure. Okay, DeBellin. He ended up going off with that HIA that it looked like he suffered earlier on, and they took it took him a while to took them a while to get him off. But I don't know I don't know how that worked out. There was no real clear indication that it was off for HIA, but the the stats say it was a HIA. So potentially he could still be that eighty minute guy. Couchman played huge minutes in this one, so I'm not sure if that will come back to earth a little bit and DeBellin will go up. But you know, JDB in the, at the start of this game did get an offload, got an early turnover tackle as well for 43 tackles for four misses. So you'd imagine that four misses probably can drop a little bit too, and he did have an error as well. So pretty much, you know, base stats were great, 52 in base, but four negatives there, and then the odd odd offload, odd turnover tackle. Uh, does have a good tackling technique, so that's four turnover tackles now in the last couple of weeks. And if you're making big tackle numbers. That's going to be uh, very helpful for you. Guys, even if you think he he's going to average 50 from here on in, he's going to be worth it because he'll be up to about 635, 640 and you know, still has a bit of money to make. It's going to be good coverage over the buys and will do a good job for your squad there. Egan Butcher, I could have had, could have had an even bigger score if that um, try was allowed through, uh, but wasn't for 52 for him. Uh, a much better game, averaging 44.4 now. What we would have hoped for at the beginning of the year is these scores around the 50 mark, but again, wasn't to be. Sloney, another one of those games where he was negative early and then picked it up and did really well. So 43 for him. Uh, had a couple of really good plays all within a couple of minutes. Had that awesome offload for a try assist and then a try back through the middle for himself. So Sloney was great. If you played him again in this one, very good. If you held him and didn't play him, that's also okay. You get another price rise out of him. He's done really well, guys. He's going to be up near 200k gains after this one. Lomax 40, Radley 40, another sin bin for Rads. Crazy. Bit of a contentious one. I can understand. It's hard to get the right angle where it, you can see that the shoulder hits, but he just got to he's just got to hit lower, doesn't he? He just needs to hit lower. Medical Silla, the best cash cow in the land. Thirty-two in this one. How good is he? Twenty-eight tackles, four misses. Did have an offload. Did have a tackle break and did have a line break assist. Good on you, Ben. As I said, the best cash cow ever to lay your hand, to lay your eyes on him at twenty-seven gain. He's going to be up around the the forties after this week, I believe, in in total gain. So come on, Ben, you can do it. And the way most teams are set up next week, we're probably going to have to play him. Ooh, yuck. <laughs> Not very good. Crichton, 63 minutes in this one, 28 points. So, yeah, it didn't look great, to be honest with you, in his return, but good to see him back. You know, from a fantasy perspective, you want him to drop a fair bit, and maybe you can pick him up during the middle part of the year if he's fairly cheap as well. Couchman got the 28 points in this one, 56 minutes. You would have hoped for a lot better. He had four missed tackles really early in this game. Did pick up an error at the end, which could have ended up being a line break. So, yeah, just there's a few things in this game to go, yep, that's great. And then a few like, ooh, maybe he won't make too much cash. So a, a hit of 28 here just levels out his break even a little bit. And then if he can hit scores like that over the next few weeks, then he will start to make some cash. But that 12 last week just kills his uh, money-making potential a little bit there. And then he got, yeah, Jackson Barlow there. He was actually having an absolute killer of a start of the year. And then he's now just hitting lots of 20s. So... Shows how quickly things can change. And Swilly here, I'm glad he was a trade-out last week. You know, the 15 in this one. Doesn't matter who they're playing at the moment. He's just not scoring very well. Three missed tackles and two errors. To You know, he started pretty well. He was at this score after 20-odd minutes. And, you know, when you saw he was goal-kicking, like, oh, here we go. He'll probably score a try. He uh, he did set up one that ended up getting overturned when they went back to that Brandon Smith pass off the ground. So that was wild in itself. And, yeah, Hutchison... Potentially goes into that center spot, but also Momorowski didn't play very well. So, you know, does, does Manu go back into that spot? 
you know, he had five missed tackles, two errors, didn't get to do a lot. You know, so it's going to be interesting how that plays out. Robbo in the post-match presser wasn't, you know, they asked him around that, about that situation with Tupo and he was very close to his chest and giving away any information. So that's that there. Storm and the Warriors, guys. And so we're going to be going through the round results in this video after these two. Um, and yeah, so I was making ranks in this one, obviously having five players, but no Grant was a bit of a killer. And Katoa going down early. And Warbrick, he tried his ass off. He did so well, uh, but just you know, wasn't able to to get any sort of attacking stats there. They just continue to, to step back on the inside. All Hughes does is run, even when there's opportunity outside. Nah, step back inside and run. He has great, obviously great moments. He's a great player, but it's just not, it's just not great for Warbrick. Fanua Blake, so this is a very interesting one. We've got a potential couple of options in this game, uh, coming out of this game. So Torhul Harris, looks like he'll be out for a little bit now. He just you know, had an, another knock to that knee and means that he's going to be, you know, monitoring that again it took him a, a few weeks to come back from that one and he's done it again aggravated again so he could be out for a little while i think it sounds like nickel Clickstar is going to be out even though he, he failed his concussion but it wasn't cat one so he's not clearly out for next week i i believe that's the rule but you know they have a, a pretty short turnaround obviously so i think maybe because it's too short i think so they have to have a five days minimum even if it's cat two and then 11 days if it's cat one i believe so it sounds like he's going to be out for this week, which is just frustrating. If you own Tohu, if you own Nickel Klukstar, if you own Tabanga, all injuries there. And Fanua Blake is probably going to be the beneficiary, guys. He's been great over the last few weeks. He's averaging uh, a crazy number in the last three to four weeks. The first, the first few games, he was pretty slow. And since then, he's been great, averaging 54 now. Had a try last week, a try this week. Big, big numbers in, in tackling. And the running numbers, 59 in base there, seven tackle breaks. So... He was great, guys, and definitely keep him on your radar over the next few weeks, especially if you find out that Torhul's out for a while. Uh, Fanua Blake's going to have to play big minutes, and he looked really damaging in this game. Grant there, 77. So, yeah, frustrating if you don't own him in this one. Just obviously killed Robson. And this is kind of expected in this game that he would have a bounce back after a pretty poor one last week. But a, a line break try, obviously the try assist there. Just whenever there's any broken play around the... Around the uh, around the ruck there near the near, near the try line, he just goes in. It's similar to Brandon Smith and what he was doing. Um, sometimes he didn't need as much room, but yeah, Grant was awesome. Everything across the board, negatives were down a, a fair bit. You know, he's very much one of those guys that has a little bit of everything in his game, but only negative nine, which was great. Um, and you know what you do this week with him is going to be interesting. Obviously, being out in round nine as well, it's uh, it can be a little bit frustrating. And you know, you can decide what you want to do. Obviously, missing a bunch of games over the next sort of you know ten weeks, but. Again, you can decide on that one. Munster was 66. He had a try, a couple of line breaks as well. Did everything. Welcome back to the 5'8th position. That's for sure. Meany, another good game for him. He's just been averaging great all year. 49 is his average. He was priced up accordingly, so he's only made a little bit, but that's that. Trent, he's been close to my favorite player all year. I love this guy. Hey, averaging 46 now. He's going to be up closer to the 200K in gains after this one. He'll be, you know, that puts him very close to 600K. And I think it's, if it's between Katoa and Lioro, it's clear that you trade Katoa. He's... Leo is still going to make money after this week. He's still probably got another 50 or 100K if he can keep this, you know, 50, 58, apparently, uh, average up. His tackling numbers have just been great. He wants to get involved in everything. And there was one point near the end, he was, he, he almost missed a tackle. He was holding on by the jersey and getting dragged along just so he couldn't miss a tackle. So that's the type of one, uh, the guy you want in your side. And then I think the last tackle or the second last tackle he tried to make, he did end up missing that. They bumped off him. So... Almost a perfect game in that and had an awesome offload and try assist as well, which was, which was lovely to, to Justin Ollum there on the left. So 
yeah, it, obviously if he, he doesn't have that, he, he's closer to the, the high 40s, but still, I think with the, the craziness of this week, I understand if you'd sell him because of the, the buy, but also because you know, there's so many different guys out and others you might want to hold, clearly, more before uh, Trent, but yeah, very, very good news for if he's scoring for sure. Bunty Afar played massive minutes, got 47 tackles for one miss, so a, a big shout out to him. He's someone that obviously will benefit as well. They do have Barnett coming back, so be aware of that. Josh Caron will also benefit from this one. Uh, Watini's well, listening. I had a good game, averaging 40.5 now, a couple of tries, but yeah, avoid him. He'll have to score tries to, to do really well. Kinger with 55, so if you own him, 54 tackles was great and ran the ball plenty as well. Don't trade him just yet, I don't think. I don't know. Averaging 55 for the year, do you want to trade out someone that's averaging that? Or you know, now that he's playing a couple less minutes, hasn't been scoring that well. Do you just take your losses and you know take your cash that you've made and run? Potentially as well. Either way is fine. Husey 54 was solid, as I said, point scoring wise. Did a bit of everything, ran the ball, kicked the ball, uh, line break, try assist. Johnson 51, so yeah, a game where he didn't have any try assists to get 51 in straight base was great. So 20 tackles, one miss again, just keeps doing it. Massive kick meter, 673. The- Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The uh, tri-assist numbers will come. Like the Warriors, this was a, a fun game. Uh, they were absolutely incredible. I haven't seen them that good in years in that first half. and obviously fell apart a little bit through the second part of the, you know, through the second half and, and Storm being Storm had a, a stage nice comeback. But yeah, unfortunate for that. Johnson will continue to do well. This team is good, man. This Warriors team is good. Still have their, you know, slight issues with obviously that second, that second half. But, you know, Storm were very good in that second half as well. So it wasn't all the Warriors' fault. Lustig there, 47. So Egan probably back next week, guys, so be aware of that. Nia Corey, 40, 40, 40. Can't believe that with 40 there. He had eight missed tackles, an error, a penalty, an inside 10 as well. To score a try early and just slowly fade away. He was 35 at the end of full time, and they gave him a nice update with a, a one less missed tackle and, and all the rest. But yeah, just an all-around strange game for 40. He kind of, he does love to run in, and he was trying to tackle tackle blokes, just, just running in at them. And yeah, there's a bunch of missed tackles from guys on the edge and the middle in this one. Plenty of tackle breaks uh, across the way. So, you know, there's a lot of guys in that team. Obviously, Husey and all those fellas that can do great work there in, in tackle bust. And, and Ford was a unfortunate unfortunate one to, to jump all over them and miss them. But he'll be fine, guys. We're all, we're all playing him. We're all in to hold him, for sure. He's too too cheap to, to trade at this point anyway, especially with all the injuries. Uh, Chan's there, 33 yeah, had a, a pretty good game. He was going really well. Uh, 33 pretty early in this one. And then the head knock, still probably a hold. Like, I think he's doing well enough to have hit 40s at the moment. And he's priced sort of at a decent one. Hopefully he uh, recovers okay and he can be back in a couple of weeks for sure. 
Toho sounds like he, he's going to be a sell, guys. Unfortunately, he should be out for a, a few, a bunch of weeks at least. And then they have their, their buy in round 12. So I'm looking to buy him sometime in the middle part of the year, potentially after their last buy. It could be at this point. So we'll, uh, we'll work it out with him. But yeah, move him on. Ale got 37 minutes, just a lower game for him. A few negatives in this one. No no big run meters, no big tackle numbers. So that's that for him. Uh, Tavanga, yeah, he's going to have to be moved on, unfortunately, guys. And Warbrick, 22. Worked really hard, guys. Got three tackle breaks in this one. Ran hard when he got his opportunity. But yeah, um, more work than he has in some other games. 22, take it. Didn't lose any money. Move him on this week if you can. Eli Katoa, I'll be moving him on as well. So hopefully Warbrick and Katoa. And then I really want four trades, but you know, three is going to have to do. We'll have to work it out from there. Um, as to what we do with the squad, which we'll uh, jump in and check out in a sec. I'll be at LE19 in this one. Just got a couple of missed tackles early, then worked hard from there. And I was hoping that he was going to get some attacking stats in the second half. That wasn't to be. Joshy Curran will be down in the you know, early 500s to just under 500 after this week and potentially get some minutes through, uh, some big minutes through the middle. Him, Barnett, if Tohu and Tavaga are out, there's there's two uh, two players there that are going to get big minutes. Bunty got some big ones, but I think Curran's going to be that man to do that in this one. So let's, that's, that's that one, guys. Let's move to uh, my team and have a look at what's going on there. But firstly, let's... Uh, yeah, let's go to the rankings straight from here. All right, so rankings, we'll go there now. And I'm down about 340 points now, which is a little bit frustrating, obviously. But this is what it is. There's some really, you know, teams right at the top that had cracking weeks in this one. 950 from number one and, you know, 983 from number two. There's some good scores across the board there. All of those guys obviously had Tanner Boyd which was ideal there, and yeah, a mixture of all the other legends at the, the, that did really well. So Birdie in that one as well. You know, they still had Murray, but they had Grant in there, captained well. Um, the odd guy has Nico Hines as well, but Grant brought in Smith, brought in Manu. I uh, even played Qatar, but still had a great week. So it shows that you know, team value is super important. You can get you know, all the best players in your sides, and you know, this, is where, this is the first week in a while where the, the uh, top teams have, fallen, uh, have pushed further, than, further ahead than me. Um, in, in my pursuit to catch up to them. And this is the first one in a while that I have lost ranks, unfortunately. So I was 7.30 last week, down to 8.10 in this one. Obviously, as I said, a few errors, a few issues. The trade outs were good. We went Hopgood and Sueli to Manu and also McInnes, who both really outscored that and did a good job. So bringing in Manu was good. Obviously, having uh, playing Warbrick still in this one wasn't ideal. And next week, we'll fix that and we'll have Jack Bird in there. So that will get a good increase of sort of 30 points or so on Warbrick's score there, which is going to be great. Teddy, Manu, Labuelu, Miller, and Bird is going to be a great little uh, section of players then. Brownie obviously didn't score great for us. That was a bit of a crappy game in the wet, where all the other ones were pretty much played in the dry, which allowed for, for much better points, as you can see across the board. Hosking was there. Murray wasn't great at all, uh, obviously, for 47. McInnes for 49, having Robson down 27 on Grant and not trading Katoa where a good chunk of people did in this one. It was very frustrating, but, yeah, that's how it goes, unfortunately. Trent was great. Johnson was solid and 40 with the 40. Uh, I, I actually would have, um, if I got the choice and had the looper for Katoa, I would have looped forward. So, yeah, that was a wash, which is, which is completely fine. And we made some cash with Katoa. We, uh, we kind of hold steady or lose a little bit with Alamotti. We make some money with Murdoch Priscilla. And I think Talao had like a 25 or 26 break even. So he uh, drops down to 220, unfortunately. But you know, good to see him actually playing uh, playing there and potentially is going to do, you know, he's going to get a spot at some point. And if not, 
yeah, bench is going to be a little bit weird, but yeah, that's that. What we do this week is very fun, very annoying. I have 5k in the bank, so Katoa needs to go, but I can't go him straight to Bird, so I need to downgrade elsewhere. Whether that is Trent Leoro, whether we use Paint Haas, whether we use Metal Priscilla, uh, sorry, whether we use Warwick to go down to one of those potential cheapies, which I'll speak about with Scoop later today. It's a bit of a weird one with content, guys, so I hope you're ready to, to consume plenty there. But um, yeah, what we do with a bunch of those guys is going to be very interesting and you know, who, where we get the cash from to be able to get to Bird, to be able to get to, to potentially Brandon Smith and like a Jack DeBellin or something like that is going to be interesting how we decide to do that. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's where my team's at, at the moment. We won't just go in too much detail because there's so much content to get to get through, guys. I'll speak about this team and where it's at more uh, come trades, but team value's still doing okay. Just not my best one with an 864 in this one. So you know, ranked okay overall for, for the round, but I'm obviously ranked in a good position now. I was 7.30, now 8.10, and 24 trades remaining. So not too bad. I saved one this week. I know a lot of people traded sort of three in this one and are sitting at like 21, 22, 23. So in a better position like that, uh, which is good. But yeah, overall, not going uh, too great in round eight. But, you know, it happens sometimes. Let's go to the league. So head-to-head ones, unfortunately um, lost uh, just, it looks like, to, to Eddie. Uh, won the uh, hand-to-head one. Won this one, and uh, I'm down by two in the Revenge of the Broncos. This is all before we uh, we find out where we're at, um, heading into round nine now. So we look at Ryan, who's having a cracker in my private group. He's into overall rank of 31 with a 903, which is good. And he's sitting not too distantly behind the leaders there. So he's a couple of, a couple hundred points behind me, which is 150 behind the leaders, which is, which is ideal there. Ayobi wasn't his best week, but still a solo one, 46 overall. And Maddie there at 164 to round out the top three with Sammy Boy uh, at 283 and Brody in there, 297. Fantasy Phil in six. And uh, Lockie, Mr. Scoop, had a cracker this week, guys. He's jumped ahead of me now, unfortunately, but uh, into 578 overall. And 936 is crazy. So a big uh, big win for Scoopy. Uh, well done, mate. That's, uh, yeah, you've been working hard to get to that point and you've uh, done a great job. Let's quickly go to Battle of the Podcast as well where we are coming eighth now with a couple of there. So Chris has got two teams in there. Come on, bro. What's going on there? Um, but yeah, Ryan takes over of Mark there. They both had a good score, but 9.36 for Ryan into 68th overall. Mark at 103, who was the one that joined me in the buy planning video, guys. Make sure you check out that video if you haven't yet. There's obviously lots of content to get through, but I know you guys love it. And over the next few weeks, especially, that one's going to be super important. I think you should be planning now and you should be watching that video now. But if you aren't watching it now, and you, you like to wait a little bit longer, then it's going to be completely relevant for all the next bunch of weeks. But he's 103, and then uh, Rob's at 318, and going on from there. But Scoop, yeah, as I said, goes into 578, which is amazing and uh, very well-deserved from that one there. So that's that, and we'll move on to the pick. To be honest, I'm not sure how much things can get worse for the people squad. A 834 isn't great at all. Traded Trent Oro and traded Pat Carrigan this week. So two amazing scores. Yes, brought in Jack Bird, which was good, but brought in Host. So didn't need to be that way. We could have gone Katoa, I think, with Leora needing to make, you know, being able to make more money. And yes, on, on the surface, it's not the, the, the most ridiculous trade with, with Trent not being a potential keeper. Katoa, yes. But uh, the break-evens, the, uh, the injury, uh, Trent absolutely killing it, just all plays into, uh, into a part here. So not ideal. Um, you know, trading Katoa instead of Leora would have helped. Obviously, Carrigan holding him, but you know, would have had to trade someone else, and, and who would that have been? So, yeah, it's a bit of a wash, guys. It's just annoying that we aren't, aren't scoring so well. Uh, didn't have anyone to loot with hosts. We would have played him in the five for sure. 
in, in this one here. But yeah, having Tanner Boyd, having Grant has saved us. And other than that, scores weren't too terrific. You know, Birdie was good, but our wing fullbacks, Walty, Miller, Warbrick, no Manu, no Teddy. As I said, just it was really those couple of guys that kind of saved us. Nikarima, he makes some cash now, which is good. Catchman, a little bit for improvement. And Ben Metopasilla makes some cash as well. So, yeah, emergencies aren't too bad at the moment. That's a bit of an improvement. And with the 220K in the bank, we definitely need to, to make some moves this week to keep improving our overall rank, which is a 3,500. Not bad, guys, at all. The overall rank in, in round eight was 17,000. For an 834, there's plenty of worse scores around. So let's not complain at all uh, and and really move forward and, and push to continue making some great trades. And you know, Warbrick, I don't, we, we won't want to be playing him anymore. I definitely think we should be using that couple hundred K. We probably should use it this week, to be honest, but you know, to use that couple hundred K, you know, if we got Manu instead of Warbrick this week, that would have um, worked out great. We would have had exactly enough to get Manu and there would be another 50 points and we'd be sitting at 885, 890 and, and going, oh, how good's the people squad? And we'd be ranked like 2000. So yeah, it's only one, we're only one move away in a lot of these teams to, to get things right each and every week. If you can get that 60 or 70 point score in, you're having an absolute cracker. So that's the people squad. Let's just move it to the community cup and see where we're at in that one. And then that will be the end of this video. So Big thank you to everyone for checking this out. The only lads team, we got we got them by 11 points just before updates here, guys. Uh, the lockout hasn't lifted yet, so I just wanted to get this out as soon as possible. 8.34 against 8.24 there. It's cool to watch it in this sort of matchup position, guys. If you're looking at your head-to-heads, you'll see this where, uh, where you match up in the centers and the like there. And you know, him having Teddy, almost got him across the line. No hosty in that one was helpful, but we, uh, we got over the line with the rest of our squad. So... That's the round results and last two games video, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope the lockout's lifted very soon and we get team lists. I'm not sure if it's 11 or 4. I hope it's 11. Uh, it's going to help us out. But uh, yeah, wish you all the best of luck heading into round 9. Please, if you can, watch all the content. I, I'm really appreciative of all that. It's a short week, I know. Uh, but hopefully you can get into that as soon as possible. I appreciate you all and have a good one.